Hi friends, and welcome to Live Well with Emily, a podcast where we talk about all things yoga, Ayurveda, mindful living, and holistic wellness. My goal is to inspire and empower you to cultivate a deep sense of connection with yourself and give you the tools necessary to live a more balanced, healthy, peaceful life. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hey love, welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, hi, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, Today we are going to talk about uh, Ayurvedic cleanses. So um, spring is right around the corner. It's March now, so happy March. Um, And it's the perfect time to take on a gentle Ayurvedic cleanse. It's recommended in Ayurveda to do a simple detox at the joint of the seasons. So during the transition from winter to spring, which is where we are now, and then uh, the transition from summer to fall. So the aim of a seasonal Ayurvedic cleanse is to detox the body and mind of the excess doshas and toxins that have built up so that we can experience greater joy and health um, with the changing seasons. It helps to really strengthen the immune system during the shift in weather, and it relieves all those annoying seasonal symptoms like allergies and coughs, colds and flus, stuff like that. Ayurveda um, encourages us to move with nature, right? Rather than against it, uh, in order to really live an aligned, connected, healthy, peaceful life. Because we're moving out of the cold, dry, rough, windy vata season and deeper into the kapha season, which is wet and cool, soft, heavy, stable. Um, so kapha begins in, in late winter and then it really blooms and warms up into spring as time goes on, at least in the northern hemisphere. Um, and that shift from late winter to early spring is where we want to focus mostly on. This cleanse yields the best results from taking actions that counteract that kapha dosha within and around us. So an invigorating, strong, dynamic yoga practice and kapha pranayama practices like solar pranayama or kapalabhati are really encouraged. And then switching up routines a little bit, so getting a little spicier and amping up the volume on you know your daily lives and, and our goals or or reassessing what we want to achieve and the direction that we're heading for the rest of the year can feel really good right now. And of course, since it's an Ayurveda cleanse, uh, there's a lot of kitchery going on. <laughs> um, this Ayurvedic cleanse is all about nutritious, nourishing meals made with fresh, whole foods. Okay, so there's no fasting or crazy restrictions other than cutting out processed foods, caffeine, sugar, and other foods that are more difficult to digest. But you can eat as much as you want so that you feel full and satisfied every day. So the cleanse can be done for a varied amount of time. Um, If you're newer to Ayurveda cleanses, I would suggest choosing a shorter time frame to start with. 
So, uh, so an example of a short three to five day cleanse would uh, start with the preparation being one to three days, and then the actual cleanse being three to five days, and then the reintegration being at least three days, but preferably longer, and then rejuvenation is at least a month. Okay, so let's look at that in some more detail, right? So there are some phases. There's four phases in the Ayurvedic cleanse. The first phase is preparation. This includes minimizing or completely cutting out the following. Caffeine, sugar, dairy and meat products, canned foods, frozen meals, and processed foods that are more difficult to digest. Spend the first uh, days, the first one to three days of your cleanse, if you're doing a shorter cleanse, preparing your body by reducing your intake of these foods and incorporating more whole foods like fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, nuts, seeds. Okay, so this eases your body into the cleanse and should help to offset any super harsh reactions to diet changes like headaches from caffeine withdrawals, etc. Um, you'll probably still feel different in your body during the preparation phase, but it's more easygoing than jumping straight into the heart of the cleanse, right? Okay, and then there's the heart of the cleanse, which um, this is where you'll completely cut out the foods that I mentioned earlier if you didn't already, right? This is where you really start um, to be real serious about that. The foods you eat are now going to be soft, moist, mushy and nutrient dense. As I stated earlier, you can eat however much you want to feel full and satisfied as long as you stay within these food guidelines. The staple of your cleanse is kitchery. So kitchery is an easily digestible, super nutrient-dense Indian meal that's used in Ayurveda and Indian culture for its cleansing, nourishing, and tridoshic balancing uh, effect on the body and the mind. Um, so it, it consists of mung beans, or you can do lentils or split peas, those are great too, with white basmati rice. You can add freshly cooked vegetables if you want, and then you're also adding spices and herbs. The spices and the herbs are, are definitely a, necess a necessity, but the cooked vegetables, you don't always have to have them in the meal, but you can play around with that. Uh, you can eat different kinds of kitchery recipes throughout the cleanse so you don't feel totally bored of having the same thing every day. You could also consider eating other really similar meals during your cleanse if you're getting too uh, totally over like the the kitchery. <laughs> you can do like a simple oatmeal for breakfast or a soup or stew that has the same essential ingredients and spices. Okay, so traditionally it is just kitchery, but this is still really, really powerful to do it this way. Another important component to the cleanse is drinking your detox tea. So you can sip on this as much as you'd like throughout the day and 15 minutes before or after meals. Ideally in Ayurveda, we don't drink anything with our meals except maybe a few sips of water here and there to help the food go down and aid in digestion, but 
ultimately we're keeping our drinking to a very minimum while we're eating. Okay, so the different teas, there's different tea for each dosha. So if you're a kapha dominant person, it's best for you to do ginger, cinnamon, and clove. If you're a pitta dominant person, you do cumin, coriander, and fennel. And then if you're a vata dominant person, you do cumin, coriander, and ginger. Okay, so kapha, ginger, cinnamon, clove, pitta, cumin, coriander, fennel, vata, cumin, coriander, ginger. Okay, so to make your tea, just take equal parts of each herb and simmer in water on the stove for 10 to 20 minutes. Um, I would suggest breaking up the seeds a bit so the goodness really steeps into the water and then strain it all so you're not you know, you're only drinking the tea and not like sipping on, like chewing on (laughs) cumin seeds. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. So then we have some lifestyle practices to nourish the body during your cleanse. So during your cleanse, it's a really good idea to add other nurturing activities to your day because After all, we are holistic beings, right? We want to cleanse, rejuvenate, and pour love into our body, our mind, and our spirit for ultimate healing and wellness. So here are some great Ayurvedic practices that you can begin to take on if you don't already. Uh, Scrape your tongue first thing in the morning to remove toxins that are built up on the tongue from your night's sleep. I talk about this all the time because it's so important. (laughs) Scrape your tongue. Okay. Dry brush your body. So from your toes to your head, long strokes going toward the heart clockwise around your belly. Okay. Um, and do that in the morning as well. And then practice some gentle yoga. You know, you don't have to be too strenuous here. This is a gentle cleanse, but your body is still working hard to remove toxins. So go easy on yourself, you know, some gentle morning yoga stretches and breathing practices, or even a simple walk around your neighborhood is perfect. Um, and then perform Abhyanga. So Ayurvedic oil massage, and it's the same idea with this. So as, as with the dry brushing, right? So you want to, um, go from the toes to the head, long strokes, Uh, toward the heart, going clockwise around your belly to aid in the digestion. And on your joints, like your elbows and your knees and your shoulders, you just do circular um, movements. Okay. Um, And then take an Epsom salt bath with the oil still on you. So this will send the oil further into your tissues for deeper healing. And then relaxation, right? So Take the time every day or as many days as you can to simply relax, read a book, watch a movie with your loved ones, take a nap, write in your journal, etc. Minimize your stress and your physical, mental activities as much as you can so that your body can really focus on detoxing. All right, and then some other things to consider while you're doing your cleanse is to avoid cold drinks. Okay, so stick to room temperature, warm or hot drinks like lemon water, your detox tea, other teas with herbs that align with your dosha, things like that. Um, And then 
don't go hungry. So eat as much of your kitchery or your doll or your oatmeal <laughs> as you want, right? If you feel like you need a little something else, um, try you know a handful of sprouted nuts or a piece of fruit, but minimize snacking as much as you can, okay? We're really focusing on that kitchery right now. Kitchery is where it's at. All right. And then sleep a full eight hours to aid your body in detoxification, right? In that detoxing process, uh, getting the sleep is really going to help that whole system work better. Um, ideally you're falling asleep before 10 PM and waking up, you know, around, around 6 AM ish or as the sun is rising, something like that. Okay. Okay, and then the third um, phase of this, well, really the third and fourth phase, I guess, um, is the reintegration and the rejuvenation. Okay, so once you've done the, you know, let's say three to five days of that cleanse that I just talked about, then we start to reintroduce foods into our diet. Now we want to take this super slowly because the body will still be, you know, it's it's going to be somewhat sensitive to a more diverse diet after the cleanse. So, and the longer you cleanse, the longer you'll want to take during this process. Ideally, um, we're only introducing one new food in one day. So for example, one day you may have some dairy, right? And then another day you may have some wheat or something and and so on, right? So when you start reintroducing foods, give yourself a minimum of 24 to 48 hours before introducing anything else. That way you can really notice how the body reacts. And, um, you know, as you introduce new foods, if something doesn't feel right, you can pull back on it a little bit. It can also kind of show you if you do have maybe some sort of, uh, what's the word? Intolerances, I guess, to um, certain foods or food groups, right? So this is a gradual process. Um, and there's really no reason to rush here. Just one little bit at a time. So, and you still want to really focus solely on whole, fresh, healthy foods during this period, right? So include herbs and spices that are going to strengthen your Agni or your digestive fire and build up those, um, you know, like your ojas, right? Your immunity, your strength, while you're still adhering to your own unique constitution, right? Please don't jump straight into pizza or like cocktails right after your cleanse, right? We want to really keep the body strong and healthy. So think about foods like foods that build your ojas are going to be nuts, dates, um, healthy fats, avocado, coconut, things like that. So start incorporating more of those into your diet. Um, and we really want this part of the, of the phase of the cleanse to last a long time, right? Two weeks, three weeks a month, maybe even longer. Okay. Um, of just filling the body back up with nourishing, healthy foods, trying to stay away as much as you can from all those processed foods, etc. Okay, so during this time, it's important to keep up with your tongue scraping, your abhyanga, your yoga, your meditation, um, and relaxation practices as well. So we, you know, you're doing that a lot in the heart of the cleanse, and then in the reintegration and the rejuvenation, you still want to really be 
keeping those practices together as much as you can, right? Keep that routine and that ritual as you introduce new foods and get back into sort of your normal life, right? So this is a very basic, simple look at an Ayurvedic cleanse, and it's really for a beginner, um, but it is still very powerful and transformative. So be gentle and kind with yourself and enjoy the journey. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns about the cleanse or or any part of the cleanse, you know, just let me know and we can talk more about it. I can answer your questions and we can move forward together. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I will talk to you next week. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week and yeah. Okay. Love you.